Have you ever wondered just what goes into making a good demo reel? Well, if you have, you'll want to stay tuned. Because in this episode, number 2112, the CG Bros will be doing a deep dive into that subject when they answer the commonly asked question, what makes a good demo reel? On the CG Bros CGI Insider Podcast. Well, hello. Welcome back to the CG Insider Podcast. We're really glad you could join us today. In this week's podcast episode 2112, we're going to answer another great question submitted to our Ask Us Anything page at thecgbros.com by Javier E. from Seattle, Washington. Javier wants to know, what makes a good demo reel? I'm Bill Johnston, one half of the CG Bros. And I'm Sean Johnston, the other half. And by the end of this week's podcast, you'll know what a demo reel is and why you need to have one as a digital artist, especially if you're creating computer graphics, animation, and visual effects. Uh, you're going to learn what things you should be including in your demo reel and what things you should definitely not be including in your demo reel. You'll learn about what the CG Bros look for in a demo reel, and especially as it relates to animation and VFX work, as well as some tips to make your demo reel stand out from the others and not get tossed in the dumpster. This is a really important topic to us, and why don't we just uh, die right in, Sean? Sounds good. Hey, uh, well, you know, the, the demo reel should definitely show the uh, showcase an artist's capabilities to perform at the skill level required for that stated job position. And that's usually described in detail on the company's website or job posting. You know, it's, it's uh, you know, it's basically it's the resume of your skills, as you said, and it's, it's your face of, uh, of, it's the face of your work as an artist. It's, it's basically, uh, your video interview, if you will. Um, it, it kind of shows whether you're a bona fide artist or not. And it's your, it's your chance to show what a brilliant artist you actually are. And it's a testament to your skills and, and your work experience. And, you know, it should definitely be as perfect as you can make it, you know, uh, straight away. And, you know, it's, it's easy to forget that um, when you're crafting your demo reel, it's, it's not about your ego. And, it, it, and just keep in mind, it has to be taken very seriously. You know, it's, like I said, it's your video interview. And we've all heard that you only get one chance to make a first, good first impression. Well, that's kind of true with your demo reel. Um, so you want to take the time to make sure that your demo reel is, 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 is as good as you can make it. You know, and oftentimes, you know, building a demo reel is, is a pretty tedious process because, you, you know, you have to go through all your old stuff and all your past works and, um, you know, as far back as, you know, you, you, you've been working, but, you know, just because, you know, they're your earliest creations, uh, doesn't mean they're the best ones. And, you know, it just takes a little bit of planning. Um, you know, you'll want to edit it down, make sure it's nice. And, and that's going to take several revisions. So it could take, take a little while. I mean, you want to take your time doing it. It's not something you want to rush through, of course. Um, so, you know, uh, that, that's pretty much, you know, the purpose and importance of a demo reel, um, you know, let's go ahead and talk about maybe what makes, you know, what, what makes a good demo reel, um, you know, what you should put into your demo reel. Well, um, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, make it specific, um, you know, only include work that's uh, relative to relevant to the job position you're seeking. Um, you know, like you said earlier, um, only show your best work. You know, you want to wow the people that are looking at your reel off right off the bat. So, you know, keep them engaged and wanting to see more. Um, don't include everything you've ever worked on, in my opinion. I mean, you have... You isn't, may, there, isn't everything you worked on great? <laughs> well, yeah, of course. I mean, you may have an emotional attachment for some of your past work, but, you know, you really need to be honest with yourself at some uh, some point and, and be actually brutal with yourself. And, uh, you know, just, it, just don't put it in there. Um, only your absolute best work. And, you know, at the same time, you know, if you put some stuff that's kind of mediocre in there, 
um, you, that can confuse, uh, you know, especially if there's a big difference in the quality, it'll confuse yeah. the person looking at it. Um, so, you know, the bottom line is just always submit your work you're most proud of. And if you don't have, um, you know, work up to those standards then wait until you do. Yeah. I mean, to your point, you know, you, you want to begin your demo reel with a, you know, selection of your most interesting and visually intriguing work. You know, the, the first few seconds of a demo reel, you know, will always make the most lasting impression on someone who's watching it. And it, it could be the difference between, you know, your employer, you know, watching your reel and turning it off. Uh, it, it's, it's, you know, I, I know, uh, you know, for myself as an artist, you know, I'm, I'm extremely biased about what I think is good, you know, just because I'm, like you said, emotionally invested in something or, or maybe I spent, you know, two years making it or six months or how, you know, whatever it is, um, doesn't make it my best work. So, you know, to your point, you know, a good demo reel needs to, you know, really, you know, and immediately grab their attention and hold their interest, you know, through the whole video. Right, um, right. So you got to be strategic about what you're choosing, uh, especially for your opening scene. Yeah. You've, you've heard, you know, the, the saying, save the best thing for last. That definitely does not apply here. Right. Um, I have heard also that, you know, in certain demo reels, some, some people um, have, have recommended that you, you have your best at the beginning and your best mm -hmm. at the end. So you kind of, Oh, that's book, a great way to kind of bookend it. Right. Right. So, um, you know, if you have enough to do that, then, then that's great. But uh, that brings me to another thing, you know, keep it short, you know, only a couple minutes at the most. Um, there's so many people that, uh, you know, put, like you said, uh, put so much in there, um, that's, that's mediocre just to try and fill up something, you know, just, just a couple minutes of your best stuff. Um, people will get a really good indication of what your, your skill level is. You know, um, there's, there's many reels that go through hiring managers and they just have to sit through so many reels and they just, uh, you know, they'll see a couple of things in the first couple seconds and they'll go now, and they'll just move on to the next reel and just kind of trash it. Yeah, that's why that's why I think it's important that you you bookend it like you said. You know, you want to really hook them at the beginning, and if you can do that, the chances are pretty good that you can keep their attention unless you know it really starts to 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 fall off. But you know, if you if you do that at the beginning, they'll probably watch your demo all the way through. Yeah, for um, sure. And so that's that's probably a, 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 you know why you 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 want to make sure that you're showing your best stuff there, and 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 what's included in that probably is your you know you want to show the widest possible array of your work and. That, that kind of really illustrates the scope of your abilities. Right. Um, another thing is, you know, if you have some high profile studios, clients or films you've worked on, even game companies, um, make sure you, you showcase those high profile uh, clients um, and especially uh, put the name over the work when it's on the screen that you're showing uh, work from that particular, um, you know, game or uh, film. That, that's a really great point. I, you know, I, I can't tell you how many demo reels I watched that don't have, you know, basic information, uh, you know, like yeah, the contact too. information, stuff like that. It's like, why, why would you go through all that, all that work and not put your name on it? You know, but I've seen plenty of reels that do that. You know, there's no email, there's no, there's nothing on there. Um, mm -hmm. So that, that's a great point. Absolutely. Um, and yes, another thing is, um, you know, don't cheat. Um, you know, be smart and only show your own work. Um, so, or whatever material you're showing in your reel, if it, if it's worked on, you know, by multiple artists, just make sure you, um, had that part in it, uh, breakdown, uh, or labeled exactly, uh, what you did in that shot. So, you know, for example, if you not only did the animation for a shot, but also rigging or anything else, um, make sure you include that in the details and, um, you know, dishonesty may not, uh, only cost you that job. Um, but it's a small industry and uh, word travels fast. So 
it could mean the end of your career, really, before it even gets started. Um, or if, if you're already in the industry and you do something like that, boy, that's that's really bad. So um, in addition to that, just, you know, if you're putting the information in there, just make sure you uh, you can put it in the uh, the lower thirds. I've seen that a lot in, in videos, uh, demos, lower thirds of the screen. And then uh, yeah. you know, basically use text that can be seen uh, read easily. That's that's a great point. I, you know, and, and to your point, uh, you know, yeah, you definitely don't want to use someone else's work uh, and claim that you're on because they're going to find out, you know, the industry is small. And, mm -hmm. you know, once you start working around, you know, and people, other people are going to see you're real. And so, you know, as much as, you know, just resist that temptation uh, because, you know, especially uh, if you're working as part of a team, you know, a lot of, a lot of times I'll be looking at, at reels and, you know, people say, well, you know, I did this. Well, they didn't really do that. They did it as part of a team and they had a very specific role in, in creating, you know, that certain part of it. And so you want to make sure you're, you're honest with your, your involvement. Um, and, and that'll even give your employer, you know, a better sense of, you know, who you are as an artist and, and, and a better sense of what your abilities really are. Um, yeah. I mean, I've, I've seen demos um, in the past where you've seen some creature work and there's like multiple creatures in the scene and um, you know, the person, uh, there's other things in the scene as well. And you're thinking, oh, well, he, this person animated this character or this creature and he did something really, really small on the side, but he included it in there. And, um, you know, I've heard later on that, hey, um, this guy is using my my work in his reel. Um, I did this. This is not. Uh, oh, that's a work. job killer. <laughs> oh, man. That's yeah. Never want that to happen. And here's another thing. Um, make sure that you. Um, your name and your contact info is in there. Cause I, I see that a lot too, is where they don't put the, um, the name and the contact at the beginning or even at the end, I would say, make sure you include your name, email, uh, website information at the beginning and the end of the reel. Definitely at the, at the beginning and the end. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean that, you know, the beginning is, is typically where I see it, but you know, you, 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 you can't put your name in there too often as far as I'm concerned, uh, as long as it doesn't distract from the demo reel itself. <laughs> right, absolutely. Uh, um, but, uh, you know, also, you know, to your point, you know, you, you want to highlight impressive clients or, or jobs you've had uh, to, you know, if you have if you worked on, uh, you know, Star Wars or you worked on, you know, Jurassic Park or you worked on, you know, something, make sure you highlight that because that 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 that's, you know, it's almost like a name dropping in a way. Right. You know, it, it's it's really impressive to, to see that you worked on a, on a high profile production. So yeah. that's, that's definitely a plus uh, for a lot of people who are looking at reels to, you know, trying to hire you. Right. Um, right. It, it, it'll, it'll bring that to, bring that to their attention as well, especially if you're seeing a, you know, let's say you, you uh, have seen a character, um, you know, and you just can't place it, but you're going, Oh, what, what game is that in? You know, I'm talking video games, obviously, but you know, yeah. what is that character? Oh yeah. That. Oh yeah. Okay. Mass effect or whatever that is. Um, and then also, you know, um, you know, good idea, I think, is, uh, you know, include the software tools you used. Um, you oh, know, great idea. A lot of people yeah. put that at the very end of their, um, you know, at the end of the uh, the reel where it's got a little uh, icon of, let's say, Autodesk Maya, 3D Studio Max, or, you know, Cinema 4D or whatever you're using. Um, and you can put that at the, I've seen it right in the, I've seen it in the lower thirds, and I've also seen it in the middle of the screen, um, the center at the very end. We'll be back in a moment, but first, a question. Do you run a small business online? but find that it lacks online presence? Are you truly engaged with your customer base and prospects? You might want to check out AlphaWave Systems. They build responsive and eye-popping websites and get first-page Google ranking results. 
They can energize your digital channels to grow your customer base and revenue. So, whether it's a new website, increased social media presence, customer relations management, or analytics, you can grow your business in the cloud and experience rapid and tangible results. Go to alphawave.io to learn how. That's a good point. I'll also say that, you know, while software is important, you know, and and I think it's more important as an, you know, as an artist, what you can do with the software you've got. Right. You know, uh, sometimes, you know, people don't have access to the high, high-end software or, you know, the, the high-end tools, but, you know, you, you don't really need to have the high-end tools to, to create something incredible if you're, a, you know, a true artist. But, you know, having that on there definitely lets them know what, you know, what your experience with software is. And so... Hey. Just out of yeah, curiosity, have you, have you seen a demo come across? Sorry, I just talked over you. <laughs> oh, no worries. Have you ever seen a demo come in where they've actually, it was a really amazing scene uh, and it was done in Blender? Uh, you know, that's a, that's a great question. Uh, no, no, I have to say no yeah, uh, on that. I've not seen that. But, you know, a lot of times they don't put what software they're using on there. You know, that's, that's usually on their on their text resume. Um, which is, you know, probably a subject for another uh, podcast, but um, no, no, not, not as far as a demo reel is concerned. No. Okay. Well, Hey, another thing um, I believe that you should probably have on that demo reel is, you know, if you've a lot of projects in the past, if you, if you have some really kick-ass projects um, that you may have captured it, or you may have rendered it in a, in a resolution, that's not the same as some of the other ones you're doing uh, currently, you know, some up-to-date stuff. And let's say you captured, you know, one at four by three and the other one at 16 by nine. So what you want to do is you want to combine those in your reel. And, and if you have those different aspect ratios, make sure you frame, you know, put a frame around the one that's, uh, you know, at four by three, if you want to, you know, depending on which direction you're going on there, but uh, you know, make sure you have sidebars um, and that'll show, you know, that you have uh, attention to detail and professionalism. Yeah, definitely. I mean, and if you can stylize those sidebars, that's that's even better. I mean, if if you can help it, don't use different aspect ratios. But, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of us don't have, you know, you rendered 16 by 9 or 4 by 3 or anywhere in between, you know, and you weren't really thinking about that, but you want to, you know, show it in your demo reel. Uh, that's fine. Just, you know, make sure that you, you, you know, use one aspect ratio for the demo reel. And then, like you said, put, put sidebars on there or, or something. Because if you don't do that, it, it really looks ha- haphazard and, and kind of slapped together. Uh, and I'd also, well, I guess that we're, we're kind of getting into the, uh, you know, what to leave out um, stuff. So uh, I'd say, you know, to just kind of continuing on that theme, you know, don't repeat your footage in your demo reel. Um, that really makes people think that you have a limited body of work and it's, it's not very impressive when you see it. And when I see that on, on people's reels, it's, it's just so disappointing because, yeah. you know, that's just basically a waste of my time. Yeah, you know, you'll usually uh, see that in, in you know, like, say, somebody who's uh, just trying to get into the industry, you know. Yeah, and, you know, if you don't have a lot of shots, you know, that you can you can uh, feature, uh, you know, something that's very effective that I've seen in a lot of demo reels is is basically they they create a, um, you know, before and after shot of their work where they mm-hmm. kind of do a progressive kind of thing where here's the shot, yeah, here's and they break it down, mm-hmm. kind of that shows off your work process. Right. Uh, I've seen that a lot of times. It's, it's, it's very effective. And, it, you know, it's often done in like a side-by-side kind of thing. So you can see, you know, the different stages of, of it. And that, that's very effective. I, I'm, I'm impressed by that. And it really shows that that's another way to illustrate your skills. Uh, yes, yeah, so I've, I've seen those also, um, the, you know, where they have a wireframe um, that they've shown, and then they go, you know, they show the gray model of it. And then they have the UVs. You can see all the UV um, colors and numbers and how they've, you know, how the 
topography is, you know, how they UV the, uh, the character and then the final render textured model, for example. Um, so yeah, definitely. And, and lighting and, and rendering reels too, you'll, you'll see, you know, progressive progression, progression shots where you have, you know, no textures, textures, then you'll have the lighting and you'll have all these, you know, uh, grading, and then you have all these, uh, you know, lens effects, things like that on there. So it's, it's really cool to see those, um, breakdowns. Definitely. You know, and, 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 you know, if all you have is a single work, okay. Yeah. That's one technique you can use. That's, that's really impressive. It, it, it really, you know, illustrates what you can do, but if you can help it, try not to center your, your demo reel on a single work, uh, you know, cause it, it does show how limited you are. Um, you know, you've only, if you've only, you know, done one or two projects and you kind of, and that's all you got, you know, you really don't have a choice, but you know, if you, if you can, you know, bring a wider range of different projects into your demo that that'll that'll really help you succeed i think Definitely. making a good reel okay what about music you know that's a that's a great thing I, in my in to me i would not cut your reel to music um you know especially if you don't own the copyright <laughs> you know don't be a pirate right right um but it, you know uh, I find when I in the reels that I'm looking at and I mentioned this in one of my one of the past podcasts that we had um to me, the music is, is a distraction. Uh, I'm looking for, for your skills in the visual realm, uh, not how good you can edit your video to music. You know, that, I, I, as a matter of fact, I turn off the sound so that I can focus more on the actual, you know, aesthetic work that someone's doing. Um, you know, it, and, you know, I do see, a, I still do see a lot of reels that, that come in with, you know, where they cut the, the, uh, the reel to the beat of the music. Um, and you can do that. It really depends on what kind of show reel it is. Right. Like if you're making a, a cinematic reel or a, you know, filmmakers demo reel or something like that, right. then, okay. Yeah, yeah. You know, those folks are they're trying to tell some kind of story with the music. And so, you know, it kind of makes sense, but if you're not doing it that way, I'd, I'd advise against it. What do you, what yeah, do you think? I, I would, I mean, I was going to kind of disagree with you a little bit, but, but I, I think you, you kind of went over to my side a little bit as well as, you know, if, if you're, or what I was thinking was, you know, if you cut it, I've seen some that are, you know, pretty cool when they cut dynamically with, you know, the visuals on screen. I that's usually for, you know, some visual effects work. Yeah. It's like studios do that. Yeah. You know? I mean, you're like trailers or stuff like that. Right. Yeah. So, but I mean, you know, when you're watching, when you're looking at animated uh, characters, um, you know, not, I, I just, I would turn it down. It's just distracting to me. I just want to see what it is. Um, you know, to be honest with you, I, I feel that neat. someone's trying to hide something when they use quick jump cuts and, you know, frenetic movie trailer, like editing. Sure. It just, it just, it, just show me what you, you got as a professional, you know, in a straightforward manner. Uh, don't try to, you know, the bells and whistles, you know, I, I've got, I've got, my time is valuable, you know, and I, I, I want to give you the focus of my time. And I, I just feel it's very distracting. And um, so I, I'd, I'd stick with, you know, don't do it. You can put some music back there, but, you know, don't spend a lot of time cutting your reel to, to a piece of music. Uh, it's just not, it's just not worth it. Right. I mean, obviously, yeah, if you're going to be putting it on YouTube or Vimeo, um, you know, and you want people to see it, you know, every every day, you know, people who are not in into, you know, CGI or VFX or anything like that, um, you know, do a version that's got that's in public view um, where you've got music attached to it because, you know, especially if it's on YouTube, because you're not going to get any views on it. I agree. I agree. Well, you know, why don't we go ahead and talk about a little bit about what, uh, you know, what we look for in a demo reel, say for animation. What, what do you look for when you're looking for uh, looking at animation demo reels? Well, I mean, it kind of depends on, uh, for me, any the game we're working on currently at the studio. Um, let's say if you're working on an MMO 
um, you know, massive multi online game or, or you're working on a, you know, FPS first person shooter game. Um, you're going to want to have that person that's applying or that demo reel um, show that or showcase that kind of work. Um, you know, it, it's, if, if you're doing MMOs and you've got lots of creatures and lots of humans and there's, you know, you're going to be attacking and there's lots of, you know, walks and deaths and, you know, is it going to be stylized? It's going to be, is it going to be lots of, you know, they're going to you know, put motion capture in there. So you're going to want to see that skill level demonstrated in that demo reel. Um, if it's going to Have be, you seen many motion capture demo reels in your day? Oh, you know, recently I've seen a lot more, um, you know, it's, um, a lot of people will use that. Um, a lot of studios will use that as, as a base to keyframe on top of. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of that now. Um, you know, animators are interesting because there's, there's a lot, I think a lot more are actually using it, um, or, you know, maybe not uh, admitting to being using it, using it as, as a base, um, mm -hmm. because it helped it's faster for a lot of people, especially if you've got tight deadlines. I mean, you can, you can get, you can make stuff look stylized, even using uh, motion capture as a base, just for for timing. Um, you know, I wouldn't. Would, say you, would you consider that to be a, 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 an advanced animation principle, or would you consider that to be a, you know basic animation principle? You know, I don't know if I. You know, for me, I don't know what that means in, as far as in, in the film industry. I, I don't uh -huh. think they do that. Um, they may. I have no idea. Um, I think it's kind of like you said. It, it it depends on what you're hiring for, really. You video know, games seems for, to have I, that though. I mean, a lot. Oh, okay. I, I would say that's a lot. And so, and then of course you're looking for, and then animation reel, you're looking for, you know, is this person a junior? Are they a mid-level? Are they a senior animator? I mean, every single one of those should have at least a proficiency in the software that they're looking, uh, you know, the job is going to be uh, requiring, um, you know, whether that's Maya motion builder or another program that you're going to be using. Um, so every single one of those positions needs to have at least demonstrating in the demo reel, um, you know, the, the principles of animation, you know, all the 12 principles, um, they have to have. Oh, that we discussed in our last podcast by Disney. Right. Right. And, and, you know, the bare minimum, like I said, the software, they need to show that samples of that um, using, and then as well as, you know, if you're a senior animator, you're looking, you're looking, this guy's got to be kick-ass. I mean, everything they've got, every, all the basics of principles of animation understanding, um, their motion looks amazing. Their keyframing is, is amazing. And they, and they do have some skill level using motion capture as well, because it's, it's used so much in the games we see today. Um, so yeah, cause you're kind of, in my opinion, I mean, nothing against it, but if you have, if you are an animator, that's just keyframing only, yeah, that's great. I mean, more power to you. Um, I just think that you're but. maybe limiting yourself <laughs> a little bit, but you know, that's my perspective. Yeah. I mean, if it's all you got, you know, go with the best you've got, right. you know, and if, you know, just show, just show the best you've got, I think is, is probably the key to Definitely. that. And there's a lot of animators that don't, don't want to do motion capture and they feel like it's just, um, you it's know, crutch or something. Or, you know, that's not real true animation. And, you know, a lot of, I, I understand that position for sure. Um, so you know, and then uh, again, you know, um, if you're looking at motion capture, uh, something that you're going to need for your project, I want to see that in your your reel. I want to see it, you know, um, maybe even on the side, you know, have the guy show the person that's actually doing it, knowing that you can retarget that animation onto a character and then that character in the actual game. So if you had it split split three ways or fade in and out of each scene, 
that would be really impressive to me. Um, and then, um, you know, obviously if you're keyframing um, a lot of characters, um, if we're doing a first person shooter, you're going to want to know uh, if that person can do uh, the first person perspective, uh, animate, you know, weapons and all sorts of things in first person. So that's kind of where, where I'm at with that. That's, that's awesome. Uh, that's, that's some real meat, John. Red meat. Red meat. Red meat. Yes. No well, you know what I, I look for in a demo reel as, you know, I'm being the effects guy I am. Uh, when, I'm, when I'm looking through demo reels for effects, animation uh, skills, um, I, I definitely want to, the first thing I look for is basic understanding of VFX principles. You know, how, you know I'd like to see, you know, examples of particle systems and, you know, rigid body simulations, uh, you know, how, how, how well you do cloth simulations, uh, you know, do you do hair and fur simulations, uh, muscle simulations, uh, you know, I, I want to make sure that you understand the basics and, you know, the, the basics are, are generally those things. Um, you know, if, if I'm, you know, interviewing for an advanced VFX guy, I want to make sure that you have, you know, an understanding of advanced VFX principles, which are, uh, they're basically the same thing, uh, but they're, they, they basically move, they're another level of sophistication. You know, the, 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 the quality is much higher. Mm. And those type of effects usually involve, um, you know, the use of programming or, you know, scripting of events or, or, or you know, complex behaviors. Uh, you know, I'd say, you know, some good examples of that might be, um, you know, flocking simulations or, or maybe interactive crowd simulations or, and, you know, where, where they use AI and you've got the agents running around and you have different animations being triggered by, you know, whatever animation the other character is doing it, it's a, it's a very smart system. So if you, if you, you know, that, that's, that's what I'm really looking for in, in, in the advanced uh, reels, but, you know, just, a, just a good eye for motion and, and, you know, you know, especially if you're doing effects, it's, it's, I, I like more realistic based effects rather than fanta fantasy effects mm -hmm. and, and uh, magic effects, but those are really impressive too. So if you know how to do that, that's more stylized and right. that, that's, that's very impressive as well. I have to say, uh, but you got to have the basics first. And I, and that's what, what I'm really looking for because, you know, VFX jobs range from to simple to the extremely complex. And you have to be able to, to really kind of handle both of those. Right. Yes. And, you know, I was reading just recently, um, I think it was on, on LinkedIn um, of, you know, people who are, there's problems associated with uh, breaking into VFX. Um, there's um, what they were calling in the article, a demo reel gap. Um, you know, the, oh. the vast difference in, you know, your demo reel quality between artists who are trying to break into visual effects and those who are, who are already in, in, in the visual effects industry. Um, you know, scenes that are from actual films with huge budgets, you know, you've got those people on one side putting out their demo reels or, you know, their reels out there. And a lot of them update them, you know, every year after a project. Um, and then you've got these kids, kids, young people um, coming out of school and they're, you know, they're working maybe on a budget that's, you know, maybe a handful of students that are at various levels yeah. and you're working on a team and you're trying to get this uh, graduation uh, film done. Um, and it's tough because you're, you don't have the, the high profile scene shots, you know, that you'd be working on. You're working on something that's kind of meh, you know, or I, I have actually seen the other, the opposite too. I have seen some, some schools that go that actually have mentors or professionals that are, that are advising on actual graduation films. And, hmm. um, you know, a lot of those, they're actually taking from beginning to end. And some of those look pretty good. Um, I, I was actually pretty impressed with that. But anyway, there's an article just on the side I was reading just recently. 
No, that's that's good info. And and you know, just think of how a professional or you know, use those you know, use those those professional reels as a, examples of what you should be creating. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they're 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 good models, and you can learn for a lot a lot from watching them. Uh, you know, these like you said, these these established you know artists or or, or studio uh, folks. You know, they they do this for a living, and so you know their stuff's going to be pretty high quality stuff. So definitely. You know, and you, yours needs, and, and to that point, your demo has to be as professional as possible. Don't, that's why I said, we said when we first started out here, you know, you put some time into it, you know, uh, you know, you want to make sure that it, it's as good as you can make it because you're going to be comp- competing against, like you, like you said, pro- other professionals who have these kick-ass reels. Right. And, you know, you want to, you know, uh, to be fair, you know, most, most prospective employers, they understand that every artist, ha- you know, has unique strengths and experiences and you know, passions and, and ideas, but, you know, as long as that can come through in your demo reel, you, you're going to make a strong and lasting impression. And, you know, you'll get the job offers that you're, that you're after, mm-hmm. um, you know, you don't have to have a, an expensive, you know, ex, you know, re, it has to just look expensive. Let me, let me say that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's, there's, um, you know, there's a plethora of um, video uh, reels on Vimeo of, of, of VFX artists out there. Um, animation um, uh, artists as well, animators, and also, you know, modelers and, you know, lighting and rendering um, tech tech guys. And so, yeah. I mean, there's they're out there where you can see what they've done. And then you can also probably look them up on LinkedIn to see what they've, you know, where they're currently working. And usually, like I said, they'll be putting it, updating the reels and you can see what they have. And so you kind of can gauge where to go, you know, what are they expecting? What kind of projects are they working on? I got to kind of make my stuff look as good is um, possible. And you've got the software yeah. to do it. It's out there. I agree. Well, we're kind of getting to the end of the podcast. Do you, uh, you want to offer some, some last words? Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, uh, I, I think I was going to say that um, I was thinking, you know, a lot of times they'll, they'll ask for, you know, uh, along with your demo reel, you know, you'll have a, you can add your portfolio on a lot of times um, uh, when you're when you're sending your demo reel, they'll like to see some of stuff that's not necessarily exactly like that. Let's say if you have some drawing skills, life drawing skills, um, you know, you know, perspective, um, you know, those kind of things in a portfolio also would be kind of nice to go along with your demo reel. So I just yeah, that's pretty interesting. That. That's that's kind of counterintuitive, but it, but you're absolutely right. I like to see you know if, if they're if they actually made the music themselves, I find that kind of interesting. Or if they if you know, I'd like to look at their paintings. Yeah, or if they're sculptors, I'd like to you know because artists are are folks of many talents. And, and usually if you're doing CG work, you, you're an artist in other areas as well. And I find that, I find that to be very interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Well, um, you know, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Well, I was going to say uh, another thing that you want to make sure of is that, uh, you know, your work is, is uh, online and accessible at all times. You want to make sure that it's available in a format that, you know, people can play uh, at least they can look at on a, on every computer, regardless of really what kind it is. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you want to make it quick and easy for any potential employer that you you're sending it to to to, to look at it. So, um, you can post your videos directly on your website. Uh, you know, if you're if you're good at doing that, that's great. But you know, I might recommend uh, putting it up on YouTube or Vimeo and then putting that link on your website or blog because that'll be you know you'll guarantee be guaranteed that they can watch it then. Right, and absolutely, and you can you can put in um, you know a password protection on Vimeo and you can make it unlisted on YouTube if you'd like if you don't want people looking at it all the time. Yes. And last, lastly, you know, if you, if, you know, if you're not sure that you have a good demo reel or, or you're not sure what to put in it, or, you, you know, you don't feel you're objective enough or you're too passionate or emotional about your work, you know, you, go ahead and, and get feedback on your reel. You know, um, 
you, if you have, uh, you know, people that you trust, artists that you, that you trust, you know, ask them what, you know, what's good and what's not. They'll, they'll, they'll help you out. I mean, you know, they have no emotional skin in the game, so to speak. And so they can, they can really give you some objective stuff as to, you know, what, what, what of your material is, should be, you know, put in there, I think. Absolutely. Great points. Um, well, we, uh, we are, looks like we're up against the, uh, the time uh, clock. So, hey, we really hope you enjoyed our discussion and got something out of it um, as we answer the question, what makes a good demo reel? Today, we talked about the basic artistic traits that you'll need to have or develop and how those traits specifically support the goal of creating CG in the areas of character animation and visual effects. Uh, we also um, uh, talked about you know, a good, what, what makes a good demo reel and, and why you need one as a digital artist, especially if you're creating computer graphic animation and VFX. Um, we also discuss, you know, what things you should be including in your demo reel and uh, what things you should be leaving out of your demo reel. <laughs> so, you know, you, I, we also learned, uh, you know, about the CG Bros, uh, look for uh, what we look for in a demo reel, especially if it, uh, as it relates to animation and VFX work. And we gave you some tips to make your demo reel stand out in the crowd so it's actually watched and uh, not thrown into the trash. We appreciate you uh, being with us today. And uh, if you're watching us on YouTube, be sure to hit the like button and click the notification bell so you'll be notified of new podcasts and definitely subscribe to our new ch our channel so you won't miss out. Uh, if you've enjoyed this podcast or found it valuable in some way, uh, please be sure to share it with your friends and be sure to let us know. And if you have any ideas for any future uh, podcasts, we'd like to hear by leaving a suggestion or a comment in the comment section below. Or feel free to head over to our website at thecgbros.com go uh, up to the about us menu like uh, Antonio did and click on ask us anything and ask your question there. We're really looking forward to seeing you again next week's uh, podcast where we'll be answering the question. What are the most memorable videos on our channel? That That's going to be entertaining to say the least. Oh yeah. I can't wait for that one. Yeah, for sure. And we'll see you here back next week. That's it for today. We hope you enjoyed the CG bros answer to the question. What makes a good demo reel? If you're watching us on YouTube or other social media, please give us a like and a comment. If you haven't yet subscribed to our YouTube channel, please hit the subscribe button and ring the bell to be notified when we post a new podcast. You can contact us on our website at thecgbros.com and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, Tumblr, and Instagram. Oh. And don't forget to tell all your friends about the audio-only version of this podcast series, now playing on demand at SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Audible.com, and Stitcher. Be sure not to miss the next episode, when the CG Bros will answer the question, what are the most memorable videos on your YouTube channel? This has been episode 2112 of the CG Pro CG Insider Podcast. Thanks for being with us. See you next time.